0: Welcome back to E-Roddick, the brand's podcast, YouTube channel, wherever the fuck you're watching this on. Hi, my name is Eden Lee Middleman. If you don't know who I am, which I assume is the vast majority of you, they're probably stumbling on this video, you're like, who the fuck is this bitch? I'm a certified dating coach and sex coach. I basically give you the advice that you probably don't want to hear, but need to hear the shit that your friends and family wouldn't tell you because they don't want to hurt your feelings. That's the type of person that I am. I don't really care if it hurts now. I know it's for the better, and I know it's something that I needed to hear when I was going through certain predicaments and situations. Dating is about exploring and finding yourself more so than anything else, and this is sort of the common theme With everything I say, if you haven't picked up on that, I've been doing recently a lot of TikTok lives and at one point I was doing it every night and we were staying up till ridiculous hours of the fucking night. You guys have been lovely on there, but there has been so many of the same questions and scenarios and issues you guys are facing and I'm not trying to be a dick about it. I'm not trying to be rude about it, but it's just like, you know what I'm going to say. You ask me questions, but you know the answer. You know deep down inside what the right thing is for you, but you keep doing the wrong things or you keep trying to give yourself excuses as to why this time will be different or how you might be the exception to the rules or how this person might change if you try hard enough, whatever the case may be. And it is the same goddamn thing. So I'm going to create sort of a very free-flowing podcast YouTube video today for you guys. I don't know where it's going to go or how it's going to go. I don't know what the main themes or the topics, but I'm going to just speak from the heart on certain situations and scenarios I've been working through with some of my friends, family, and clients. A lot of you guys seem to be struggling with, you know, I met this person, I really like them, but they're not really making concrete plans to see me Or, you know, I can't really read them or they're always busy or should I be demanding constant communication? All of these stupid micro questions. I'm going to give you guys a little reality check, a little fucking wake up call, because it's upsetting to me that we are still running in goddamn circles. If somebody is not putting an effort, it's because they don't want to. Do not make excuses. Do not listen to their excuses. Watch how someone walks, not how someone talks. We know this. We've been taught this. Walk the walk. Don't talk the talk. You know, like we've been saying this shit since we've been growing up, since we were young in middle school and high school. But why are we not absorbing it? This is something we dish out, but we can't fucking teach or accept or practice on our own in our day-to-day lives. If somebody that you meet is not, Putting an effort, not making concrete plans, being kind of wishy-washy, going M.I.A. They are not putting you as a priority. They don't give a fuck about you. You You're probably on a roster. You're not number one, that's for sure. Because if you were, they'd be acting a little different, wouldn't they? Sometimes it's good to reflect on yourself and be like, if I like somebody, how do I act? Versus when I don't really care for somebody, how do I act? Crystal clear. There is no excuse that you're busy. People make time for the things that they want to make time for. You know, let's be real. You know how sometimes like when you're first starting to date somebody, you drop all your friends, which, which by the way is a terrible thing to do because your friends were there before this new man or new woman and your friends will be there after, you know what I'm saying? But you get so excited and caught up in the moment that you want to schedule every free moment with your new boo. So you're kind of like a little bit dismissive, less active. You're not texting as much to your friends because everything's dandy with your boo. But when things go south, you start, you know, going back to them for attention. That's kind of the pattern of with a lot of you guys at the early stages of dating and we like to create little fucking titles I, I love this you guys need a definition for everything you guys need something to mean something everything has to mean something it, it it's not that serious it's not that fucking serious when you're out here being like well it's the talking stage so do we really owe each other like constant communication Do you hear yourself? The talking stage? Do you think back in the day we called it the talking stage? You were dating. Yeah, yo, I'm seeing somebody. I'm interested in somebody. Sure, there's no ring on it. Sure, we're not necessarily official because we're still filling each other up. What do you mean talking stage? You guys aren't just talking. Give me a fucking break. You were balls deep in her the other night, bro, right? So let's cut the fucking bullshit here. If they're not willing to respect you at the beginning where everyone's polished and their best selves, right? Showing off that like super ultra amazing version of themselves what makes you think that down the line they're going to be any fucking good for you if they can't even do the bare goddamn minimum that's not even the bare minimum that's below bare minimum that's nothing that you should not even be begging or worrying or considering or thinking or wondering what it means when they're not responding or not making concrete plans. They're not making concrete plans because they don't care for you like that. They don't think you deserve that. They don't whatever. And the fact that you're reengaging or continuously going back and forth or calling them out on it even is pathetic because what you were telling them is, hey, I'm not dropping you because I still kind of want you. So I'm going to try and argue my way around this to show you that I'm reacting because I'm feeling emotional about this because I like you, right? We will only react if it's hitting a nerve. We will only react when it hits an emotion. We are very impulsive when we get emotional. It's a skill to pause and think and let the logic kind of slip in and be like, what the fuck am I getting sad, angry, emotional about? Why am I going to... Explain to a person that isn't dumb, all right? You're not a goldfish with a 0.0001 IQ, okay? You are functioning, so I know you're actually not brain dead. Why am I explaining to you the basics? That's your red flag, okay? And my mom told me this really amazing thing the past weekend. She's like, you know, I was listening to something, and some guy was saying, it's not always about the red flags. It's about the yellow fucking flags. We see them. And we still proceed without caution. The yellow flags are warning signs that a red flag is approaching or is just past the corner or is a block ahead. Right? It's giving us a moment to pause and reflect and say, do I want to even see what this red flag is? Or am I going to do myself some good, show myself some love and respect and say, nah, hold up, pause. Instead, we get upset. We get angry over somebody that we just met because why sometimes we have to ask ourselves why we feel the way that we do or why we think the way that we do and the reason why we don't is because we don't want to know the answer right we love to live life in an oblivious little bubble you know you all think you're fucking woke yet you still can't even ask yourself the hard-hitting questions because they hit too close to home and that is the only way that you'll be good at anything in life you know (laughs) success in in dating success in business success in friendships family if you are not good with yourself, nobody will be good with you and you won't be good for other people. If you were toxic, right? If you were like a little virus and you go into a group of people, you're going to infect other people. They're going to sense it and get the sniffles and walk away. Okay? It's that simple. So if you don't want to do the work, that's fine, right? Uh, if you don't want to explore what work looks like, that's fine. Then don't bitch and mope and complain and come on my TikTok lives, Okay? <laughs> It's the same thing with how do I know if he likes me? Well, if you're asking that question, he probably doesn't like you or she doesn't like you. Because if people like you, they'll make it clear. Now, some people say, well, no, that's not always the case because me, I play games and like, you know, sometimes I don't want to show it. Well, then you're toxic. So if this motherfucker is not making it clear, regardless, they're either toxic and like you or they just don't like you. And I don't know which is worse. Both is not something that you want anyways, right? It shouldn't be. That's all you need to know. You guys waste more time during your little talking stages or during whatever, trying to decipher somebody else's emotions and then giving reasonings and rationalizing it. For what purpose? That's not your job. You got to focus on yourself. You're out here focusing on their mind when they don't even care. (laughs) When they're not even focused on their mind. Because if they did, they'd make it crystal clear to you as to what they want. That's why a lot of you guys can't communicate. Right. You're scared to communicate because you're scared about what the other person is going to think or view or say. And you think it's going to hit your ego. And then that's going to destroy you because then you're going to be like, well, you know, I needed that validation for me to feel good about myself, for me to feel hot, for me to feel wanted. And if this person is not into me, my whole world is shattered because I feel like now I'm not wanted. I'm not hot. I'm not attractive, blah, blah, blah. You let somebody else's choices and decisions define you, and that is you giving up all of your fucking power. You're literally saying, here, take it. Take it, I'm a shell of a human being now, and that's how you behave. When somebody shows you their true colors and you've attempted to make plans with them, or you've attempted to give them a second chance after they did something that was disrespectful or made you feel uncomfortable, doesn't have to be grand. Okay. I'm going to underline this, this message here. It doesn't have to be a grand cheating scandal for it to still be disrespectful. Need I remind you guys, you guys are all waiting for like the big drama for you to be like, I'm done. You can be done before the big drama. Actually, in fact, it shows that you actually give a fuck about yourself if you leave before it gets to that point. Yes, Sometimes you can't see it, but a lot of times we are given signs Most of the times we're given hints that we choose to ignore starts with our intuition. It starts with physical evidence. It starts with different vibes, communication, personality changes, but we're like, "Mm." those are the yellow flags that you then dismiss. And then you just sit there and say, hit me with your red flag, daddy. You know what I mean? You give this person a second, third, fourth shot. Okay. By the way, after one time, it's no longer an accident. It's no longer a oopsie daisy. It's a choice. Um, I believe that the first time is a choice. It's just not a well-thought-out choice oftentimes. Still not an excuse, but just keep that in mind. You should not be granting people three million chances. The minute you feel disrespected is the minute you leave and you close that door. You do not allow somebody who disrespected you once to come through your door into your home to disrespect you again. It doesn't work that way. And if you do, what you are doing is you're self-sabotaging yourself. You low-key want to be disrespected. You have your own traumas and things you have not dealt with or you think you deserve this, right? These are, there's so many avenues, so many areas that you need to work on. That door should be bulletproof right now while you focus on yourself and take care of yourself. We've given somebody a second or a third chance with hopes of what? And I ask all of my clients and friends and family, when you allow somebody to come back in, or when you go out of your way to contact this person that disrespected you, couldn't make plans, couldn't follow through, couldn't keep their word, whatever it might be, what do you think the, the probability, okay, I hate math, but let's talk some math, the probability of what they're going to do now is, versus what they've shown you that they will do in those situations. The chances of the change is slim to none okay of real change they can play the short-term game and fool you and for two three weeks be a stellar human being but then after that once you've settled it's like nothing nothing really changed people do this without even realizing some people do it to manipulate but it is manipulative emotionally and mentally to do that to somebody and You allow that to happen to yourself. As human beings, we're very greedy and selfish and not always in a negative way. Like we don't intentionally go out and be like, oh, I need to like, my way or the fucking highway. You know what I mean? But that's how we're wired, okay? We think about ourselves. We think that everyone thinks about us. You know, we think that our world is like everybody else's world. No, no, no. Like we we need to always zoom out. And I always tell people, zoom out, zoom out. When you are allowing somebody to come back in You're allowing them to do the same thing again to you, okay? Especially if you haven't given it enough time. Think about how long it takes for a human being, especially a young adult or an adult with a mature brain, to change from their old ways. It takes a long time, right? Once you build a habit, it's hard to break that habit. So realistically speaking, if you want to bring somebody back into your life for a try again, period... Make sure there has been enough time that has passed for it to make sense for there to have even been change. People will throw at you all of their cards and all of their tricks to see how easy it is to break you. How easy it is to fool you. And they will test the wording and the actions, the things they need to do that will butter you up and will allow you to open back those doors and lower those walls again. I'm out here telling you to be jaded. I'm out here telling you one strike, you're out. And the reason why we don't practice that is because we don't believe that we deserve the one strike, you're out. We think that there is a shortage of human beings on this planet when in reality, (laughs) we're overpopulated, right? Like this is the world that we live in. Well, no, I'm not going to find someone like him. Well, you don't want to find someone like him, do you? Or someone like her, do you? They can't even do... The bare minimum. You're trying to look for somebody like that. No, you don't want that. So the world is your goddamn fucking oyster now. Sure, dating isn't easy. And I hear some people complain, well, I hate the whole dating period. You know why you hate the dating period? Because you hate getting to know yourself. You hate not being with somebody. You cannot be alone. That's why you hate it. You should not be in a relationship until you've enjoyed Your single or dating life until you feel comfortable knowing that with or without a person, I'm good. Because that will prevent you from being dependent, reliant, or build an unhealthy attachment to a human being who is not permanent no matter what. None of us are. That's something we can be certain about. You won't be here one day, I won't be here one day, and your fucking man won't either, and so will your girl. And that could be sooner or that could be later. And that's the gamble of life is we don't know. And so for you to get into relationships because you can't be alone, because you think that you need this to fulfill you, to fill a void, to create the life that you've always wanted, this is the missing piece. The missing piece is you. You've got a lot of pieces missing. I'll tell you that a lot of loose pieces up there. And I'm saying this in a loving, comical way, (laughs) but it's true. And I've been there and I sometimes struggle with that. When your brain is not actively turned on, which a lot of it like a lot of us are walking around basically subconscious, you know, because what our brain is 95% the subconscious mind. We're only using what, like five percent of our brains throughout the day. We're fucking dumb because we haven't trained ourselves. To turn on, to reflect, to focus, to absorb, to think twice. We don't do that. We're on autopilot most of the day. That's why when, you know, you ask other people like, What did you do yesterday? It takes some minutes like, Oh shit, what did I do yesterday? I don't even remember. What did I eat? What did I that's how unaware we are. And I'm guilty of that as fuck. I'm guilty of that as fuck. But when we practice mindfulness and just having moments of that at least, and starting with that, it helps. And you'll see how that'll change the way you interact with people, who you choose to bring around you, you know, how much patience you'll have for bullshit, you know, your, thr- your threshold, and I did a, a TikTok video on this years ago on a different channel completely, but I always used to talk about this threshold and I'm a very visual person. So I like to like kind of envision how my threshold looks like or how big it is or how small it is, right? Because size obviously matters for this. <laughs> so, you know, your threshold for bullshit and for putting up with shit should be quite small. And that doesn't mean patience, okay? Don't think that because you spend time explaining to her on him how it's not nice that they can't even fucking be a decent human being to you and make plans and follow through and then, no, no, not nice. And, like, you should work on that. Are you stupid? You know, I'm not out here telling you guys to be embarrassed, but be embarrassed. <laughs> you know, be embarrassed with that behavior. Your threshold should be yo bro you don't want to make plans you just got to say it that's it done i wouldn't even message that i'd be like no problem and i will never go on a date with you again you know sometimes there are emergencies or whatever things happen if they don't follow up with a message apologizing realizing how bad it looks on them and then making a plan following up right the fuck after with the date and time they don't want to make a plan they don't care to make a plan everything else that they are about to say is bullshit so do not even bother messaging them no problem send end of story you are not going to be affected by somebody you are not going to play their game and this is also a flaw in the whole you know um i will give you what you give me like i you know um what was that fucking trend on tiktok it's always on fucking tiktok you know, like I will give you the same vibration or energy back. You know what I mean? I will come back at you with the same energy that you serve me. I see the point there, but also when we play too literally with that, what happens is if somebody gives us low vibration, we have to come down from our good high vibration too low. So you're going to allow somebody with low vibration to drag you down to their level. I will not be phased. If you cancel on me, I will not be phased. If you cannot be the man or woman that I want you to be, I will not be phased. Right? I am not going to lower myself for you. And me having to explain to you why something is inherently wrong when it comes to the basics of making plans or, you know, being respectful or communicating is not something I believe I need to be doing. I am not going to waste my time. I honor my time too much. This is how you stay high vibration. This is how you stay high value. And this is what makes you attractive, period. That's not being a cocky dick motherfucker who thinks that their world and their life is more important. No. Right? Don't don't twist my fucking words. I know some of you are like, "Uh, you sound like a bitch. You sound like a... No. Less bullshit in your life equals less bullshit. Right? Very simple. The more you put up with, the more you'll have to put up with continuously. It's a domino effect, right? How you move is going to change the trajectory of your life. Every little thing, every decision that you make changes the bigger picture. It changes the big puzzle that you're going to zoom out on one day and look down on. You can't fucking cut corners here. You're going to play into it. Expect to get hurt. I spoke to this girl that I'm, you know, somewhat close to, and she was going through something similar where, you know, this guy clearly just, was using her or whatever and you know she told him no I'm not putting up with that sorry bye whatever but then he would reach out every few months and she would allow him to to talk and and win her back over or she you know would constantly worry about did I you know cut this person off too soon um you know maybe I didn't give it a fair shot all the what ifs is what kept her up at night And I'll tell you something about those what ifs. Just like the importance of this person was fictitious and made up in your head, you put all that importance on this person in your head. So are the what ifs. They don't exist because there is no future with this person. There's only right now. So focus on the facts. This simplifies your life. This lowers your anxiety. This prevents you from becoming obsessive over a fictitious potential that you've created on a person that has shown you that they're a piece of goddamn shit. And you are entertaining this because you, for whatever reason, feel like this is as good as it's gonna get for you or that you're sick and tired so you're settling regardless of what you choose to do you're doing something negative for yourself that's not going to benefit you in the long term you are not here to change other people and if you do go into that mentality you will always be the fixer upper slash therapist in a relationship and you will never be an equal partner you will never be happy you'll never be treated like the princess or king that you want to be treated as okay and that is just fact but I, I don't like to preach things, and I don't like to tell you guys, listen to me, listen to me, go and fuck up. Go and fuck up. I have fucked up so many times in relationships and in friendships and in business and in and, and everything. And I needed to. No matter what anyone told me, I was a stubborn-ass bitch till this very day, I do what I want, and I will fuck up because I know that I will learn more that way. But that's the type of person that I am. I am Scorpio. I am all about rebirth. I'm all about breaking myself down just to build myself up. It's not the most healthy thing. I realized a lot of it came from a very self-sabotage mentality that I kind of grew up with, um, you know, for myself being a perfectionist and being really hard on myself. I would purposely want to damage myself to see how much I could endure. It was like a fucked up thing. I've already fucked myself up enough that I'm kind of like, all right, I've learned from them. I know exactly now what works and what doesn't. Like I've solidified it to myself. And that's why I say what I do with such passion and such certainty. And that's why I know a lot of people can resonate with me because they know it's true. Because when they've been in similar predicaments or situations, they're like, damn, yeah, valid. I get it. A hundred percent. I can relate. This applies. That's kind of the beauty in, in, in the messages that I have to say to you guys is it's not coming out of my ass. If I can't speak on it, I won't speak on it. It's that simple with me. Um, you know, just like I like to simplify my life and I like to kind of regurgitate some of the harder, hard hitting facts that I've learned and that I've, you know, held close to me to help me throughout life and guide me you know, that's something that I want to share with you guys. And so I appreciate you guys coming at me with all these questions. And I know that I sometimes come across as like irritated because I'm like, guys, don't we know this? But it's not about whether we know it or not. It's about whether we truly understand it, whether we feel it, you know, I don't want you to see me. I don't want you to hear me. I want you to feel what I'm saying. I want you to, I want it to hit, you know, I want it to hit home and I want it to stay there. And I want it to absorb into your beautiful fucking brains and I want you to use them and I want it to benefit you. And I want you to do good and I want you to do better and I want you to be healthier and happier human beings. That is my mission always and forever. I hope that this rant did something for you guys. I hope that it made sense. I hope that you understood what I was saying. Sometimes I go off and I'm like, oh, this is making sense in my mind. And then it's like, bitch, what the fuck are you saying? Talk slower. Never. If you need to listen to my podcast or my YouTube videos on slow-mo or something, by all means. But I am not talking slower. My thoughts, I think faster than I speak. So I'm like always stuttering and jumping around like a little jelly bean on a trampoline. Could you imagine that? Can someone make a cute little graphic for me? Like a little jelly bean jumping on a trampoline. I feel like that's so cute. That'll be my next tattoo. That's me. It's like just me, right? I'm so weird. (laughs) Okay guys, thank you so much for being here. I hope this helped. Share this with those that need to hear this because I know that we all fucking do. Save it so you can re-listen to it when you're in those moments and you're like, I need to text them. Don't text them. Don't. Watching you, all right, bitch? All right. Love you guys. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, rate the podcast five stars. It helps me so fucking much. I'll see you guys back here soon.